The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out save the dates? Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find the Welcome to Optimus. Optimization October on the Voices of Search podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro. And this month, we're going to point the microscope at your content in what we're calling Optimization October. Joining us today is Amin Bentahar, who is the Chief Digital and Marketing Officer at Advantix Digital, which is a rapidly growing full-service digital marketing agency with competency in web development, search engine optimization, search engine marketing, social media management, and creative and production services. And today, Amin and I are going to talk about optimizing your content using paid channels. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash AWT. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash a w t okay on with the show here's my conversation with amin bentahar chief digital and marketing officer at advantex digital amin welcome to the voices of search podcast hey ben thank you very much for having me today it's an honor and a pleasure to have you here uh and it's great to connect with somebody who has a deep understanding of not only seo but also a couple of the other channels that are tangentially related to seo and Really, that's what we're going to talk about today, using some other channels to boost your organic search ranking. Uh, let's start off. Give us a little background on on you and on the company that you work for. Tell us about your background in Advantix Digital. Yeah, sure. So I've been in the digital space for a little bit over 12 years. Started my career at Microsoft and worked for a bunch of Fortune 7 companies. Then jumped ship to start working a little bit with smaller, mid-sized companies. And even at one point, I was a GM of a startup based uh, in actual Silicon Valley, it was definitely very marketing driven. So that's why it was perfect fit for that startup. And then I joined Advantix Digital about four years ago. 
And we're a digital agency based in Dallas, and we service startups and Fortune 500 companies and offer you know everything from ACO all the way to post search optimization. So you manage all of the digital efforts and the marketing efforts for an agency that is broad in terms of its scope, where you're not only creating a website, doing the content optimization and SEO, but you also provide paid and social media management services. I want to talk to you today about some of the ways that you're using paid channels and other marketing channels to help amplify what's happening in SEO. We're calling this paid content optimization. What is paid content optimization to you? So to me, paid content optimization is leveraging an organic piece of content and using paid channels to actually put in that piece of content in front of a broader audience. So think of it as you produce a very good blog post that's getting a little bit of traction and then you want and you're getting actually very good quality leads from it. So you want actually more people to read it. So we, again, take in that piece of content and using paid social or native advertising on other channels to put it in front of a broader audience and getting you even more referral traffic and more traction. It's one of the biggest trends that I've seen in marketing this decade is the separation of church and state of organic marketing, right? SEO practices and paid marketing, which was PPC, right? 10 years ago, you had an ad, a banner ad that was placed somewhere on a website and that drove you to a landing page, hopefully it got you to convert and buy something. And then you had your organic content, your blog or your SERP pages or your product pages that were just showing up in Google and, and the two never really overlapped. There's this trend over the last decade where people are taking their high-performing organic content and they're syndicating it through other channels. Talk to me about what channels are effective for content syndication. Yeah, that's actually definitely a trend that we've been experiencing for the past decade. And I think a lot of it has to do with now our ability to better analyze the data as more and more brands have been investing heavily in you know in data analysis. So some of the channels that uh, I'll speak about my experience or our agency that we actually leverage where we see a good marriage between organic and paid is one being native advertising, especially if you do a very good job at targeting, you know, and showing the piece of content to the right kind of customers. The second one is also being paid social. And I don't know, Ben, if you've ever noticed when a brand is being featured, let's say on a Forbes or a Business Insider, where instead of boosting the post of like, hey, we've been featured here, they actually sponsor that piece of content from Forbes or from Business Insider. And the reason is, they want to build that credibility saying that, hey, instead of me telling you, you know, I'm great at this, it's like, hey, look, all of these third-party sites are actually talking about me. And the benefit from there is one, building credibility. But then if you click on their article, there's always a hyperlink to your site. And most of those articles, they usually do follow links. So those are kind of the two strategies that I would say have worked really well for us is one, Native advertising and two is leveraging paid social, especially if you get a feature in on you know high domain authority site. You know another buzzword that I hear a ton is programmatic advertising. How do you differentiate native and social from programmatic? Yeah, so native in a way is part of programmatic, right? It's like within programmatic, you can do display campaigns, you can do native advertising. It's there's a lot you can be doing with your programmatic because in real time, you're bidding to show your either article or ad or display to people in real time that are meeting the criteria of your target audience. So 
I want to say, like to me, native advertising makes a lot of sense from an organic standpoint, just because think of it this way, native advertising literally looks like an art. Let's say you're reading news on Yahoo Finance. It's literally embedded within you know, the page, right? So it doesn't even bother you. It doesn't look like an ad. And if the topic is that attractive, you don't even mind clicking and going to whatever site I'm trying to send you to. Versus programmatic display, for example, that's kind of in your face, you know, like the banners are being served and we're clearly, hey, I'm trying to advertise to you. Versus native advertising that I feel is like embedded within the content of a news site and it doesn't really annoy the user experience. So programmatic is essentially a way where you're doing real-time bidding and optimization. You're evaluating the value of a prospective customer or prospective click and you're using native and social channels to drive traffic to a piece of content. Just to add, there are a lot of programmatic platforms where you can actually run ads even through Facebook because they own a lot of inventory on Facebook and Instagram and other social media sites. So you can do everything from one place pretty much. So I guess there's two things that we need to talk about here, which is one, how do you figure out what content should be promoted? And two, you mentioned the targeting is incredibly important when you're starting to syndicate your content. Let's start off with how you figure out what content you want to syndicate. What should SEOs know about saying, hey, I've got a winner here. I need to go hand it to my performance marketing team. So depending again on your business, I want to say, you know, the piece of content that's generating the most quality traffic, quality leads, the least bounce rate that clearly shows you that, hey, you know, or and also you look at time on site, right? Like you want to see how much people are spending reading that piece of content. So, and, and here's the interesting thing, Ben, I think a lot of brands are missing out a lot because their SEO teams are not speaking with their performance teams. Because if that communication happens, you'll be amazed about the amount of collaboration and amount of results that some brands can get. And believe me, I work with brands every day. And sometimes the two teams are completely silos and they don't really talk to each other. So I think the key here is, again, having keeping an eye on the pieces of content that are getting the most, again, traffic most and are generating the most qualities, but also the most shared pieces of content. And that's when the social media management team also plays a role. So if you see that people are actually, you know, sharing a piece of content, that means that, hey, you know what? We have we have a winner here, right? So let's put some dollars behind it. Let's boost that on social. Let's run a campaign in native advertising. And that's how you should be deciding on what kind of pieces of content you need to be marketing. And I want to say the second thing that I would do is if you see that there is a topic that's really trending and that there isn't a lot of good relevant content. And let's say you're, you just blogged about it and within a couple of weeks you're on the first page of Google, that's really your chance to as well get and own position zero that, you know, not only is going to benefit you from an SEO perspective, but also from a voice search perspective. And that's how we go about deciding what pieces of content we should be investing in. I mean, we've, we've preached a lot on this podcast that being an SEO is not just about the practice of generating rankings, but you need to be a, a cross-collaborational partner. You need to work with the other parts of the marketing team. And you also need to understand your business. And a lot of this in terms of identifying what is the piece of content that you should be promoting is knowing what the purpose of a piece of content is. Some pieces of content are great for lead acquisition, right? Some pieces of content are great for driving 
people through the bottom of the funnel. Absolutely. You have to understand the purpose of each piece of content to be able to understand what signals you should be looking at. If I have an article, you know, Forbes is writing an article talking about my brand, it might be a great way to generate credibility and get someone into my marketing funnel, but it might not necessarily convert into sales. I might need different bottom of funnel content to drive people through. And so as you're trying to figure out what's the type of content you need to identify, it is not necessarily just what drives the most purchases. Each piece of content can have value at different parts of your funnel. So you have to go through the exercise of understanding what are the milestones of your business and then identify what pieces of content have the highest conversion rates for each one of those milestones. And then the second part is you have to work with your cross-functional partners, right? Understand who's in the performance marketing team and hand those pieces of content to them and ask them to promote it or give them the assets they need to be successful. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help, and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. I think that there's, there's also some inherent risk when you're taking a piece of content that has you know, well-performing organic metrics and you start performing it in marketing. What do you see as the risks for promoting content that's successful in terms of organic rankings? So some of the risks can be, again, if you're not, targeting the right audience, you might drive a lot of irrelevant traffic, you might get flagged. I mean, there's definitely a lot of risks. If you are not targeting again, uh, you're not spending the right time understanding who is your target audience. And I think you touched on something that's extremely important, which is, in the first place, what was the goal of that piece of content? Was it to be informative? Was it to drive top funnel, lower funnel? So I think based on even understanding what was the goal behind producing that piece of content, you need to refine your targeting and you need to ensure that you are talking to the right audience. You do not want to start driving a lot of referral traffic that's really irrelevant and that's going to hurt you in the long term. I think that's an important thing to mention that when you have a piece of content that's performing well on the organic side and you start to do promotion, you know, let's take an example of a piece of bottom of funnel content. It really converts well and, and gets all of your organic traffic to start buying whatever you're selling. The reason why that piece of content is converting is because the people that are getting that page are far down in your buying funnel. When you start promoting that content to people that are unaware of your brand, 
the conversion metrics are going to look like, the time on site's going to look different, the bounce rate's going to look different, and you run the risk of taking a well-performing piece of content and changing the metrics. And Google is then going to reevaluate because you're sending different signals to the value of that content where it should rank, which gets into the question of targeting. Talk to me about how you think about targeting to drive valuable traffic to a piece of well-performing organic content. The way I personally go about targeting is understanding, you know, each business is different. And within each business, there are different personas. There is your John who likes to read, you know, ESPN and is on Wall Street in the morning. And you have your Mary who likes to read maybe also the Wall Street in another magazine. So truly understanding how do they behave, what do they like, and even what products within your business line they like. And then based on that, I make sure that we are showing you the piece of content that's the most relevant to you. Because remember, personalization, which I mean, everybody's talking about, yeah, you know, we're trying to be as personal as we can, showing the right content. Well, it translates not only from content marketing in general, but also from a paid perspective, because the more relevant the piece of content that you're promoting is to the end consumer, the better the results are going to be, whether in the short term or the long term. So that's how we go about targeting is understanding, again, the different pieces of content and who is going to be responding best to it based on the data that we've collected from the organic standpoint. I think, again, this is an exercise in understanding the purpose of the piece of content. And the more that you can understand why you're seeing good organic conversions for a piece of content and who is interested in that page, you can then you know, use your performance marketing channels to go find more people that are likely to be ready to have the same conversion metrics. If you're not good with your targeting and you're promoting a piece of content to an audience that isn't ready to consume it, you run the risk of cannibalizing your organic results. There's a flip side of the coin here. You know, We've talked so far about how you can take your well-performing organic content and syndicate it with paid channels. Is there a way where you can take your paid media efforts and start to boost a piece of content to drive organic rankings? So that's actually definitely a very good question. So I think, I mean, here's the way how I see the relationship between paid and organic, right? Paid also, you know, it's a pay to play game, right? I mean, it's a, I mean, you can get collect a lot more data. It doesn't take six months to rank. So like, it's just like you get immediate results depending on how well optimized your campaigns are. So the way I see it is, with paid, you're able to also collect another kind of data that can actually help your organic in a way where you can go back, for example, to your SEO team and be like, by the way, guys, we're seeing this trend where my top performing keywords aren't anymore the ones that we are trying to rank for. It's X, Y, and Z. Or these long tail keywords, there's more and more people searching for these long tail keywords. And there isn't, you know, there isn't a lot of people bidding on it. So I'm assuming there isn't a lot of organic content. So that's actually how personally today we're leveraging, you know, paid to organic, if that makes sense. So I think there's two ways to think about what, you know, paid content optimization is. There's the idea of finding a strong piece of content. Google is giving you a signal saying this content is likely to perform. And you can be in Google Analytics and, and you know, whatever other analytics platforms you have and try to understand what the conversion rates are from any piece of content. And you can use your performance marketing channels to drive more traffic to that content knowing it converts. There's also the opportunity to say, there's a piece of content that we really want to rank in Google. We really want to drive this up in the search results. 
So we're going to drive some paid traffic to it. Do you find yourself focusing more when you're thinking about paid content optimization on embellishing content using paid to drive your rankings up or vice versa? Uh, it's actually um, the first. So definitely embellishing, you know, to uh, drive, again, using pay to actually drive my organic performance up. Because even think of it, let's say you get a paid link, right? And you're pretty much paying to have that link there. As long as if it's a do follow, it usually does have an organic value to it, right? Especially if it's coming from a high domain authority site. So the way I see it is paid, if done properly, will always be helping the organic side, especially if you are leveraging. And I think we talked a little bit about, you know, native and the different channels that are available to us today. You are definitely going to be able to benefit, you know, from paid, if that makes sense. Yeah, I think there's the longstanding, you know, myth or hypothesis that if you're going to buy AdWords or Google ads, right, if you're going to pay Google to promote a piece of content, then they're going to give you a boost in your organic traffic. And Google has said that if you buy AdWords, it doesn't affect how they rank your content. But if you're driving traffic to a piece of content and you're giving Google a signal that that content is going to perform well, that factors into how they're evaluating the page. So whether it's Google ads, whether it's Facebook ads, native ads, your performance marketing efforts, if they're targeted, can be an asset to help your rankings. I mean, any last words on paid content optimization? Yeah, absolutely. I think, honestly, there are many brands today that are not really leveraging paid as a, you know, content optimization as a channel to help with their organic performance. There is no wrong or right way to go about it. It's all about testing and learning. And again, the beauty of leveraging paid channels in general is that it doesn't take months for you to understand what's the impact of what you're doing. You will be able to either see, is this effort helping drive more referral traffic? Is it helping boost my organic presence? Are we starting to see an increase in leads or whatever your KPI is? So I absolutely recommend brands to start using paid content optimization, paid content promotion to help out SEO and have both teams work hand in hand because their end results from our experience has been really great with all the brands that we have tested that with. I think you know my takeaway from this conversation is assuming you have the resources, right? If you have the ability to you know have a credible performance marketing team, that can be a tremendous asset to help you promote your organic content. On the flip side, if you have great organic content and you don't have a lot of budget or resources to invest in performance marketing, you can take your well-performing organic content and use that to try to you know, make the most out of what ad dollars you have. Exactly. Completely agree with you, Ben. Okay. Well, good to hear we're on the same page. I mean, I appreciate you coming on as a guest of the show. Thanks for talking to us about optimizing paid content. Thank you very much for having me. And again, best of success. Good luck to you and uh, continue doing what you're doing with your podcast. We're definitely all learning from it. All right. Thanks, Amin. That wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Amin Bentahar, the Chief Digital and Marketing Officer at Advantix Digital. We'd love to continue this conversation with you. So if you're interested in contacting Amin, you can click on the link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter, where his handle is abentahar1, A-B-E-N-T-A-H-A-R-1. Or you can visit his company's website, which is Advantix Digital, A-D-V-A-N-T-I-X-D-I-G-I-T-A-L.com. 
And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. If you have general marketing questions, if you'd like to talk about this podcast, or if you're interested in being a guest on the show, you can find my contact information in our show notes, or you can shoot me a tweet at Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you like this podcast and you want a regular stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, hit the subscribe button in your podcast app, and we'll be back in your feed later this week. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data.